We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the award-winning Rotowire Fantasy Basketball Podcast. It is Friday, January 6th, 2023. Alex Berutha here with Shannon McEwen and Ken K. Train Kreitz. All aboard! Uh, I'm apologizing in advance. I'm at health and safety protocols. I will do my best not to cough into the listeners' ears. Uh, and I'm sorry if my voice is uh, terrible. But we'll jump into the news. Lori Markkinen. Talk about not being in health and safety He's protocol. Scored uh, 49 points in the win over the Rockets last night. Marketing now has, is now ranked 11th in total stats for nine cat leagues this season. He's got career highs in points, threes, field goal percentage, free throw percentage, three point percentage, and offensive rebounds. At the beginning of the year, we were sort of debating: Oh, is it going to be Sexton's team or Marketing's team? Definitively, uh, it is it is Laurie Marketing's team. Uh, I don't think we have to have any concerns about him resting down the stretch. I I guess it's possible, but Utah is twenty and twenty one. They're a little too far out, I think, of the absolute bottom of the basement to make a hard pivot that direction. Um, but is there, Shannon? Do you still have any concerns? That would you? would you consider selling high i i think it's still in play i mean i mean i really don't i i really don't recall there being a debate on whether or not this can be sexton's team or markinen's team no one absolutely zero people thought that markinen was going to come out scoring close to 25 points per game this season that there's nothing on his in in his past that would indicate he could do this at the nba level his sophomore season was solid, 19 and nine. Uh, that was on a horrible Bulls Bulls team. But what we've seen from the past few years, basically like 15 and six, that's what I would have expected. Maybe a, a, a bump from that back to maybe 18, 19 and nine, like we saw his sophomore season. But no one thought he'd be 25 points per game. He's hitting 3.1 three pointers, 53% from the floor, which is a career high. I'm definitely selling high. If I can get a top 15 player, top 20 player in exchange for Lori Markkinen, I'm, I'm pulling the trigger. Yeah. The, uh, the efficiency seems a bit unsustainable. And if you do have any concerns about the tanking, it might be best to move on. 
Ken, uh, we have some bad news from a Western Conference team. Yeah, the injury bug once again biting Zion Williamson, who will be out multiple weeks, this time with a hamstring injury. Alex and Shannon, who do you like uh, filling the void for New Orleans? I have some concerns. There are just too many possible options. Eventually, Brandon Ingram is going to come back. Uh, despite him being day-to-day for a month and a half with a toe injury, um, which I love personally. Um, but, you know, Najee Marshall's played really well. He's been pretty rosterable in deeper leagues for for a lot of the season, but Larry Nance has also been out during this point. He's questionable. Obviously, you have the Herb Jones, Trey Murphy situation. They've putting, been putting Jackson Hayes into the mix. So I don't know. What do you think, Shannon? Yeah, it's a tough call. I don't think there's a, a, a 1v1 replacement for Zion. Um, you're going to see, you know, jo- jo- Jonas Val- Valanciunas is going to have, uh, a, he's going to be more steady than what we have seen for the majority of this season. He, he's got back-to-back games, uh, 35 and 38 fantasy points. So I think you'll see more of that. Not as many swings, uh, not as many duds. Like like he has, he has more than a handful. He's got about a dozen duds this season. Yeah. Um, on an individual game basis, but I think you'll see his his production uptick get closer to what it was last year that that 17 points, 10 rebound range. Uh, CJ McCollum, of course, will 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 step up. Um, I do like Marshall. I think Marshall's still in play, but once Brandon Ingram returns, Marshall's minutes are probably going to dip pretty significantly. Um, and then once Nance returns as well, I mean Nance is the guy who once he's healthy enough. I think we'll see a nice boost in value. We just have to, you know, wait. Basically, you have to wait until he's until Larry Nance is healthy enough. So if you have room on your bench to stash Nance, hopefully he comes back shortly. Uh, he's the guy I would actually target. Terrible time for Nance's neck injury. I did just add him. I had an empty IR spot in one of my Yahoo leagues, so I just added him, hoping uh, you know that he comes back while during Zion's absence. Alex, take us to more bad injury news in Washington. This whole uh, news section is going to be bad injury news. Bradley Beal out for at least a week with a hamstring strain. They tried to bring him back, uh, and then he got re-injured, which happens a lot with hamstrings. He just can't stay healthy this year. He's already missed 15 games. Uh, This probably just means more Avdia and Kispert. We've just seen some. Yes, more Avdia. Yes. Avdia. Uh, so much of this already that, um, but I have a question. I have Beal on more than one team. Uh, Ken, I've been thinking about floating out a trade offer of Bradley Beal for Rudy Gobert. Mm. That's a fair trade. What is your sort of first thought on that? Because I will say, I will say right off the bat per game, eight cat Beal is 35th. Gobert is 58th. Yeah. Uh, Lise Gobert's healthy, but he's having a terrible season. It probably depends on whether you need blocks or not. Uh, threes are something you can pick up in the waiver wire. I, I don't think Beal ever gets healthy. Honestly, what's Beal's motivation to bust, you know, to risk things here? Washington team's going nowhere. Kuzma wants out. He's already got his huge contract. Bradley's used to sit in the second half of the season. He's probably going to do it again. We'll see. The Wizards should be in play, uh, should should hang around and be in play in contention um, just based on, on the strength of the other teams that are there. I mean, you've got the Bulls, the Wizards, the Raptors. Um, we can, I think we can all assume the Magic, Pistons, and Hornets stay out of the mix. 
uh, for the play-in. But the Wizards are going to be close. Uh, so, so there might be enough. I'm not too worried about Beal's long-term value or long-term value in relation to him returning from this injury eventually or, or sitting, you know, uh, being shut down late in the season. Of course, that will be in play if the Wizards fall off a cliff, but but they're still hanging around right now. I think it's a solid trade. It's an interesting trade, Alex. Um, it would be hard. I they're they're both flawed players, right? They're, they they yeah, both have yeah. their flaws, so uh, it, it's kind of just a, a categorical need, and which one fits your your team needs better. And if Gobert's the guy, then I think it's a pretty fair swap. Make that deal, Alex. Go for it, baby. Life's All short. Right. Uh, Another bad injury news. Devin Vassell out indefinitely with scheduled arthroscopic procedure for his knee. I think that's going to happen on the 11th. He missed three of his last four games due to knee soreness. Allegedly, this is a minor surgery, though anything in the knee area is not that exciting or is is scary. And frankly, Spurs, it's time to wobble for Wemby, baby. I don't know why they'd rush Vassell back from this. You joked about uh, somebody else being day-to-day for a month. And it was Ingram. I could see the exact same thing happen with Vassell in, in San Antonio. Um, I have a, a free agent suggestion, a long shot because of this. But uh, who do you guys see as upside here in San Antonio? Well, I think, first of all, if you have Kelton Johnson, this is just good for you. More Kelton yeah. Johnson. In terms of free agency pickups, they've been kind of wavering between Langford and Branham and they're going they're more there's yeah. most more Sohan and there's um do you have a strong lean Shannon not really I mean it's going to be Langford or Branham there's gonna be some you know Josh Richardson can be in the mix as well I I yeah. do think most of it's gonna be most of that production um from Vassell will be picked up via Trey Jones Kelton Johnson Sohan I really do think those are the three guys who are going to benefit the most from a fantasy perspective, or at least benefit enough while having fantasy value uh, in most formats. Um, outside of those guys, though, it would be the Langfords and the Brandhams. Uh, you know, those are the two guys who I'd be looking at. Uh, it, interesting, interestingly enough, uh, Charles Basie, Alex's boy, has seen the biggest boost when Vassell is out. Um, it's only been three games so far, uh, but an extra an extra six minutes per and an extra eight fantasy points per per game uh, in those games that Vassell did miss. So it could be a scenario where the the Spurs even decide to go bigger. He's uh, he's someone that should be on the radar in deep leagues because of the very strong chance Jakob Pertl gets dealt. Um, yeah. Jakob Pertl. On a $9 million expiring contract, uh, one of the most movable uh, players in the NBA right now that could make a, a, at least a little bit of a difference for a contender. Alex, tell uh, us some, about some good news in Golden State. Finally. Yeah. Uh, Andrew Wiggins finally cleared to practice. He's going to be reevaluated later this week. He has been out since early December with a groin strain and is now dealing with an illness or has been dealing with an illness. So there's been a little bit of a delay in his recovery. But yeah, once I, again, doing great in all-star voting, despite a huge absence. I did. Uh, I did see that. Um, yeah. But he might end up coming back around the same time that Curry comes back, because I think there's a chance Curry comes back at near the end of next week or, or shortly after. Um 
But I think this ultimately means less Kaminga. And um, so if you've been leaning on Kaminga at all, I think you have to be worried about that. <laughs> Who out there is raising their hand going, I've been leaning on Kaminga? <laughs> I mean, if, if you're in a 14-teamer or a 16-teamer and it's it's gotten bad for you, there's a chance you had to pick up Kaminga. But um, the Warriors are going to get healthy very soon. Yeah, they are. They are. And I agree with you. I, I don't think, I mean, it's going to be less, less need for, for pool. Yeah. And, and Kaminga, I think those are probably the two guys who are impacted the most um, just because pool, you know, with Curry out pool and clay kind of handle the scoring load. But once you have Curry's return, obviously right. is going to change that. And then Wiggins as well, where instead of pool, even what with Wiggins and Curry back, eh, Oh man, I, I think we're going to see Poole revert back to uh, basically probably less than what he was even pre Curry injury. Yeah, because like I've I've been rostering, so I have Clay in a lot of leagues, and Clay recently has been picking up. But you have to be you have to worry about that now. And you mentioned Poole. I just ran the numbers with Wiggins and Curry off the floor. Poole's got a twelve percent usage boost. So with those guys playing, he goes back down to the smaller numbers. And then if you've been rostering Divincenzo. You gotta be a little worried too. It's it's been a couple weeks, but the la when 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 we discussed the curry injury, that was my suggestion was to hold off for Poole to have a couple gigantic games and then trade high. And I yeah. still still stand by that. Alex, uh, give us one more bummer on the injury front this time out of Charlotte. Kelly Oubre, one of my sleepers of the year, uh, out four to six weeks after hand surgery. Um, this is just more injury news for this Hornets team that cannot stay healthy. Mm -hmm. I like Jalen McDaniels here. He's like the opposite of Uber. He actually shoots good percentages, gets steals. It's conservative. Nice, boring, productive pick uh, if McDaniels is still out there. Uh, and you know Hayward's going to get hurt again, too. So uh, I, I see big minutes for McDaniels down the stretch. Oh, and that's, I should say Jalen McDaniels not the Jaden McDaniels of the Timberwolves. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shea Serrano. And we are back. 
We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f- best. Each week, Chase Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture-themed trophies for six basketball-related activities. Trophies like the Dominic Toretto I Live My Life a Quarter Mile at a Time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina Wine Mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Let's go to the fan feedback, Ken. If you'd like us to answer a question, fans, please post a comment on our most recent RotoWire YouTube NBA video. This week, we heard from YouTube and Twitter superfan Chicago Blickus, who asked, How do you like my two for one trade? I sent both Bogdanoviches, Boyan of Atlanta, um, Bogdan of Atlanta, and Boyan of Detroit. To get Toronto's OG on a Nobi. Gentlemen, weigh in. I like it. I like it. I like it quite a bit. Uh, I think OG Ananobi is the most versatile fantasy option. You're going to get more defensive production from him, for instance, um, and the highest upside of those three players. I am, uh, I mean, Bogdan, Bogdanovich in Atlanta, he, his upside is always going to be capped because they have DeJounte Murray, Trey Young. Uh, even John Collins, there, there's other players who are going to be chipping in and, and Bogdan will never be the the number one option uh, in Atlanta. Uh, meanwhile, in Detroit, that Bogdanovich, you know, I, I'm worried that he's going to be moved. And, and when he does get traded, it's going to be he's going to be the fourth scoring option for a contending team. He's not going to be the number one scoring option for for a team in the cellar. Uh, so. And I do expect that to happen. You're already seeing some some rumors about with uh, Detroit dangling Bogdanovich and, and offering him Miami. Milwaukee's a team that has interest. I mean, if he joins Milwaukee, he's basically just uh, an extra, you know, floor guy. spacer for them, and that's it. Um, he's going to maybe score 13, 14 points per game. Bogdanovich in Detroit also started off pretty hot, but he's been really inefficient the last few, I don't know, six to eight weeks. His percentages have regressed yeah i think the steal is a trade i think shannon uh shannon said it all 
Uh, let's go to our friends at Pickett. Pickett is a social bet tracking app that uh, takes all the hassle out of tracking your bets and it records your performance over time. Pickett connects to every major U.S. sports book like DraftKings, FanDuel, and others, as well as DFS pick'em providers such as Prize Picks, Underdog, Thrive Fantasy, and more. Once you hook up your sports books, Pickett does all the heavy lifting to slice and dice your betting data. You get detailed historical P&Ls, graphs, breakdowns by team and sport and player and bet type. You can also line shop for the best odds across sports books to make sure you're getting the most bang for your buck. When your bets are live, Pickett tracks the scores and player prop updates so you don't have to switch between your sports sportsbook app and all your different score apps. The best part of Pickett, no manual entering of all your bets. Once you have your accounts linked, it's effortless. The results sync automatically. Also, Pickett uh, has a social feed and the community creates a home for betting where you can learn from others, see what others are doing, and find verified content to inform your betting decisions. Visit Pickett.com. That's P-I-K-K-I-T.com to download the Pickett app today. That's P-I-K-K-I-T.com. Let's go over the waiver wire. Uh, this upcoming week, Brooklyn has just two games. You'll probably still start Durant. You'll probably still start Kyrie, but it might not be a Ben Simmons week and Nick Claxton in some shallower weeks uh, leagues might not Claxton's be. Claxton's uh, had some monster blocks lately, though. I know. it's uh, mm-hmm. You probably still start him. But there are 13 teams with four games. Um, my available in 50% of league suggestion, Daniel Gafford of the Wizards, who is 37% rostered in Yahoo, 8% in ESPN. I had him in our keeper league, and then he was playing like garbage, so I dropped him. Um, and, of course, now he's playing well. Uh, his role fluctuated to start the year, but now he and Porzingis play in the front court together. Over the last eight games, which are all starts, he's averaging 11.5 points on 75% shooting from the field, 6.5 boards, 1.5 blocks, 1.3 assists. Porzingis will also get hurt eventually. Um, this is all sort of standard stuff we've seen from Gafford over the past couple of years when he gets the minutes. And I think he should probably be uh, rostered as long as he continues to, to be in this role. Porzingis is bang inside, but good to have yeah. Gafford get more minutes. Yeah. Gafford's solid pickup. Um, there's really not much more to say. It, it's just surprising that this team, yeah, it took, it took a Porzingis injury. Porzingis sat a game. Um, and they didn't start Gafford. Eventually, they moved him in the starting lineup the next time Porzingis missed a game, and he stuck since then. Um, and it's it's just it's it's encouraging to see that he's had been able to run off this many consecutive starts, eight starts in a row now. Uh, and and I'm pretty comfortable with his value. I think he's a 12 teamer, um, without a doubt. This team is five games under 500. Play Gafford. Play him. Who's your suggestion, Ken? Uh, we're gonna go. To OKC, where we spent a lot of free agent time this year, and I'm recommending the rookie, Jalen Williams, the one picked 12th. He's uh, managed in 52% of Yahoo leagues, only 12% of ESPN. The guy's a steals machine. He's had 11 steals over the last three games. OKC has four games next week. They're starting Williams at power forward, because remember, no Pokashevsky, probably out for the year. And you got to like Williams' pedigree. Number 12 pick. He could get crazy minutes when uh, the Thunder go into wobble for Wemby mode. Uh, So I like Jalen Williams and his upside with the OKC Thunder. 
Yeah, the Eastern, one. Go ahead. Go ahead. Al. I was just my. I was just going to quickly say he needs to improve his three pointer a little bit, but he's pretty good. He's he's great attacking the rim and in that that floater range. Yeah, I I love I love his skill set. I'm a believer in his long term upside. Um, the one question mark I have about Jalen Williams for the short term fantasy value is just the fact that his big games have all come with SGA sitting. Uh, he, he's averaged 10 more fantasy points per game in, in the three games that he's played uh, without SGA. So that that's just something to watch, which is one of the games from the, this week. It was without SGA. Yep. Yep. Um, I still, I, I think he's absolutely worth picking up in 12 teamers, <clears throat> uh, deeper t- 10 teamers. That's the case as well. But if you're, if your 10 team leagues only going a hundred players deep, he might still be on the outside. Yeah. I mean, how many times is SGA or Josh Giddy going to sit uh, the, the second half of this year? When right. I agree. He's not playing for anything there. Yeah, we'll see. But anyway, that's uh, my pick. Shannon, who do you have as your available in 50% of leagues recommendation? I, I don't have an exciting young name like Jalen Jalen Williams, unfortunately, and that pains me. But uh, I'm going to go with DeAndre Hunter, the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, DeAndre returned after a, a pretty, you know, he had two significant absences. Miss, Wait, missed Hunter was injured? He missed a handful of games twice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that happens with him sometimes. Um, but he is back, and he's looked great after his latest three-game absence. He's returned, uh, and in the past two games, 37 minutes per, 19 points, six rebounds, two steals, one block. You know, we, we know what DeAndre, DeAndre Hunter is. Um, we know what type of production he's going to provide. He's doing a little bit better right now because the, the Hawks front court is missing, uh, Clint Capella. Uh, but I, I just, I believe in Hunter as a solid 12, 14 team, uh, fantasy value, 52% rostered on Yahoo, only 16% rostered on ESPN. You know, he's a guy who you'll probably rotate off your your roster in a couple weeks once his production dies down some. But he does give you some short-term value and a little bit more upside than what he's usually at. The AJ Griffin hype train has slowed down. The uh, production has not been there lately from Griffin. When Hunter yeah, and they out. they gave Hunter a, a big contract extension. Mm-hmm. So I mean, they they're very they obligated. Probably wildly regret. <laughs> but but I mean, too I late. Think he, I think he's better than the role that they're giving him. But yeah, sort of trapped in that situation. Um, but I. I agree with Shannon. He's going to continue to see 30, 35 minutes a game. No concerns about his workload, about his role. It can't really be lower than it is. Uh, he's, he's rosterable as it is. So I like that. My uh, my long shot this week, uh, which is um, so long that um, it's just minuscule. <laughs> Cody Martin of the Charlotte Ooh. Hornets. Yes, he's, he exists. He's alive. Um, <laughs> Not to be confused is... with his brother in Miami. No. The other Martin, two um, percent roster in Yahoo, zero point four percent roster in ESPN. This is for your sixteen-team leagues. So we have uh, Martin just made his. I think it was a season debut, right? He was his second second appearance. Second he appearance, one minute season. in the season opener. Yes, and then he Ooh, uh, suffered wow. a knee injury um, and has been out since. Except he just made his return. So we have Ubre out a month plus, and obviously Gordon yeah. Hayward is injury prone. Last year. Martin played 26 minutes a game and averaged about eight points, four rebounds, two and a half dimes, 1.7 stocks. 
ranked 169th per game. This past summer, they signed him to a guaranteed, fully guaranteed four years, $31 million contract, which isn't ridiculous money, but they committed to him and he played good yep. amount of minutes last year. Um, I just think like he's, he's got to be more than 2% rostered at this point. Um, I think people are just waiting on it, but with Ubre out, I think it's worth a gamble and like a, a 16 teamer. Yeah, I'm on board. I'm on board with Cody Martin as well. You know, Jalen McDaniels can suggest him as, as, as an, as a decent option and a good feeling for Ubre. That's still the case. But last season it was Martin who received those minutes. Martin was the guy getting more minutes than McDaniels. He was higher up in the rotation for the Hornets. We'll have to see if that, I don't think that'll be the case this season, but I still expect Martin, especially with Ubre out and Gordon Hayward's injury uh, history and prone proneness. I, I would expect that Martin is, is going to be able to carve out 20 to 25 minutes per game this season. Who's your long shot, Ken? Well, before we get in that into that, let me just say, fans, if you like our video content, please hit like and subscribe below. Uh, my long shot, a familiar name on the waiver wire, NBA veteran Dennis Schroeder for the Los Angeles Lakers. He's managed in 24% of Yahoo teams and 25% of ESPN squads. Over his last four game, uh, sorry, last four games, 18 and a half points and four and a half assists. Now that included a 32 point outburst on Wednesday with LeBron James out. But how many times is LeBron James going to be out between now and the end of the season? We'll see. Schroeder's been starting for the Lakers since late November. Warning the Lakers do have only three games next week. But there are not a lot of assist options on the waiver wire. If Schroeder can stick to four and a half uh, like he's done recently, that is very useful. Yeah, solid, solid pickup. His minutes and his production are, are picking up. Some of that's got to do with the Lakers being shorthanded right now because of injuries. Uh, but also, it's just I, I also think it's just a sign that uh, Schroeder is rounding into form. Um, and, and he started off really slow. Uh, he had a lot of rust and, and they kind of eased him back in, even though he was almost immediately put into the starting lineup um, after a three game, uh, three games off the bench. He's been in the starting lineup ever since. So 21 straight starts for him. Uh, he's a solid, solid option. And, and we, again, a veteran player who we know what he can do. He'll get you 12 points for four and a half assists. So if there's value value for you uh, in your leagues at, at those levels, pick him up. Who's, Shannon, uh, who's, who's your there? long shot of the week, sir? Man, I thought I was boring with DeAndre Hunter. It gets even <laughs> gets even worse here. TJ Warren. I'll never be able to quit TJ Warren. And, <laughs> and I like his fit with the Nets. I, I like that. Uh, the way he's starting to play, he's starting to, you know, after a lengthy absence to start the season, he's starting to shake off some rust and is really carving out a, a spot in the, the Nets rotation. Now, now this all comes with the caveat that uh, on Monday, I'm sorry, Tuesday, he left Tuesday's game against Chicago early with a rib injury. He's questionable for Friday night. Like Alex mentioned at the top of the segment, only two games for Brooklyn next week. So maybe, maybe you save this and pick him up next week uh, once he's healthy and has more games on the slate. Uh, But he should return soon. Uh, Early indications are the rib injury is minor. Um, prior to that rib injury, six games prior, Warren coming off the bench for the Nets, 25 minutes per 
12.8 points, 4.8 rebounds, one steal, and one three-pointer. And that was in the, the past six games before the injury. You know, that's good for 25 fantasy points per game. And I really think he can st- stick around that 25 fantasy point per game range as long as he's playing uh, 23, 24, 25 minutes per. He's sort of that spark plug off the bench for them. They need Typically it. that role is filled by a guard, but Warren is, is definitely capable of doing that from the uh, from the forward position. And he's been pretty efficient throughout his career. It's just the injuries have, uh, have really made him hard to roster. Ken, you have a pair of... Dull suggestions. I have a pair of my dull suggestion of the week. Patrick Williams of the Bulls, who we've mentioned before. He's uh, managed only 20%, uh, 26% of Yahoo leagues. And Josh Richardson of the Spurs. Both players have four games next week. Williams is coming off of a 22-7 and seven game. Big win the Bulls had over Brooklyn. Um so Patrick Williams is just steady, eighty modest production that you enjoy over four games. Uh, we've talked about him earlier on this podcast. Josh Richardson, the veteran for the Spurs, that's really based on the cell being out. Uh, Richardson, though, is questionable for tonight, so you may want to hold off to see if uh, – I forget what his injury issue is. See if that's okay. But I do think Richardson um, is going to have some big nights with the cell out excellent in any kind of daily um, transaction lead where you can start him when Richardson's named a starter because they're going to need some production in San Antonio uh, down the, the this morbid stretch for them. Maybe they'll feature him a bit to trade him. Another veteran on that yeah, team. That's true. That's true too. Let's uh, let's jump into our Friday DFS picks brought to you by FanDuel. <laughs> Fans, sign up for FanDuel now and compete for millions of dollars in prizes each day. Choose your best NBA lineup and compete to win real cash. We have a nine-game slate today, uh, the highest over-under, 241, courtesy of Jazz at Kings. Uh, as always, for the main injuries, check the Road Wire lineups page, the injuries page. And uh, we have plenty of new features in the optimizer that you can take advantage of uh, to help you do well. Uh, one of our one of our bigger injuries on the slate, Joel Embiid, is out. Um, that in theory looks good for guys like Montrezl Harrell. We had De'Anthony Melton um, and Tyrese Maxey both in the starting lineup with James Harden the other night. Is this a game you're looking to target? Shannon, is there any value here that you like, or is that do you not love what you what you see out of that one? Yeah, I'm not I'm not sure if there's value I love necessarily, but but I do whenever Embiid's out, I, I am uh much more interested in finding a, a roster spot for James Harden. Um, you know, Tyrese Maxey, now that he's back to the starting lineup, uh and appears not to have really any kind of minutes limit moving forward. Um, he would be another guy, same scenario as is Tobias Harris. You know, in, in the most recent game that Embiid set out uh, on, on Tuesday this week um, or Wednesday or Tuesday, they, they, the Sixers actually started P.J. Tucker at, at center uh, and went with a smaller lineup. Uh, Montrezl Harrell ended up having a, a big game off the bench. Um, I am. It's hard for me 
to really trust Harrell uh, with the DFS lineup, though. And it depends, you know, it depends if, if I'm going with multiple entries and I want to diversify things, have a little bit of exposure to them. Great. If I'm just a one lineup guy, uh, which I am myself, I would have a hard time trusting Harrell. You know, like I said, big game off the bench, 40 fancy points on Wednesday. Uh, but in the previous games when Embiid was out, he really didn't step up. Um, and it's hard to see what's going to happen there. He's getting more minutes, but it, but his fancy points, he only averaged 20, 21 fancy points per game uh, in the nine games with Embiid out. So it's hard. It's hard to trust him. So give me, give me more Harden. Give me more Tobias Harris, yep. uh, Melton, uh, Maxi, and I'll just go that route instead. Hey, Alex, quick correction. We read last week's big over-under. This week's big over-under is Atlanta at the Lakers, 242. Woo. Might be a good night to play Dennis Schroeder, especially with uh, James's status, a game-time decision. But you know the games the Lakers play with who's healthy and who's not, right, Alex? Uh, yeah, they um, Reeves is out. Lonnie Walker is out. Uh, Capella's questionable for that game. So, yeah, I assume that'll Davis, be a pretty uh, up-and-down game. Yeah, Davis still out. Um, uh, that that's the perfect segue, Ken, because that's that's the next team. It's the Sixers and the Lakers. Those are the two teams where I'm really looking to have multiple players in my in my lineup. And, and with the Lakers, you know, LeBron's the obvious one. So I, I will not be surprised if my final lineup has LeBron and uh, Harden in it. Uh, and then I go with some of the discounted options like Dennis Schroeder. Uh, that's one I like. I like John Collins uh, on the Atlanta side. Um, like Alex mentioned, Al- Capella is still out. Collins is coming off back-to-back 49-point fantasy outings. Um, a, you know, he's been up and down this year. He's at 6,500 on FanDuel. I look for that production to continue tonight. Um, for the Lakers, mentioned LeBron Schroeder. Thomas Bryant um, is still performing really well. Now, my question for you, Alex, outside of Bryant, Schroeder, Westbrook, uh, you know, LeBron James, of course. Are there any other Lakers that you think could be a surprise uh, for, for tonight's game? A surprise? I mean, I I don't think Kendrick Nunn is – I don't think it's worth it. I Beverly's been all right lately. Um, I think I think everyone you said is fine. I don't, I don't have any, like, sneaky guys – you know, the Troy Brown thing. He had like a big game a while ago. Um, Hard to lean on Beverly to suddenly have an efficient shooting night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Troy Brown's another guy. He's questionable. He's a game time decision with, uh, with a quad injury. He left uh, Wednesday's game early. He started one game uh, earlier this week before that, not the Wednesday game, the game prior to that on Monday. So it, it is tough. I agree with you. I think Pat Bev is one to look at. Um, I actually don't think Brown's going to play. You know, you got, you got uh, Juan Toscano Anderson, uh, Gabriel, a big man. I, I, it's tough, right? It's Oof. tough. Okay. I guess there's a reason the Lakers have a losing record. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> uh, we also have Donovan Mitchell out for the Cavaliers. Darius Garland uh, is questionable. Obviously, that could open up some big uh, usage for, like, Karis LeVert. Um, no Donovan Mitchell. Uh, Garland, if he plays, Garland and Jarrett Allen have a lot of chemistry. 
they lean on each other a lot in that pick and roll. So I actually wouldn't mind sort of a a sneaky Jarrett Allen play um, if if Mobley Garland's hasn't been in. getting the shot attempts as much this year as last year. You'd like to see Mobley get a few more field goal attempts. Mobley sure just happen. he's just he just sort of plays within the flow of the offense. They don't really run plays for him. Yeah. Um, they 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 shouldn't treat him like Isaac Okora though. This is not the same guy. No, <laughs> you know, you know there is. Let's develop Mobley's offensive game. You'd be smart to do that, Cleveland. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just complaining yeah. as a Mobley manager. No, that's all right. <laughs> uh, it's been frustrating for a lot of people who thought he was going to be like an elite fantasy option this year, and he's just he's just not. Um, we also have um, obviously a slew of players still out for for OKC um, going up against Washington. I, it's hard for me not to endorse playing SGA in this situation. Um, and Washington's defense also stinks. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Shannon, uh, are there any other injury situations or game scripts that you're sort of looking to take advantage of? Yeah, I mean, we, we talked about this guy earlier, but but Daniel Gafford uh, with the Washington Wizards, you know, he, he's got, uh, you know, what is it, like seven or eight starts in a row. Um, he's played 26 or more minutes in three straight games, um, averaging just about 30 fantasy points per game over that stretch. He's 5,400. Uh, 5,400 for 30 fantasy points is pretty solid. Um, I, I like him tonight against OKC. Um, and then one final pick, um, as is tradition, I'm going to go with lefty, the southpaw, the big bruiser, Killian Hayes, $6,000, <laughs> came back from his three-game suspension after laying the wood on Mo Wagner. Looked like he missed Wagner, actually. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> it sure Mo- put him to sleep, though. Yes, 13 dimes, though. 13 yep. dimes in that game. He had, he had 35 in, in that return from suspension, 35 minutes. Nine points, 13 assists, one steal. The the reason why I love that stat line, I mean, 34 fantasy points, I love it because of the 35 minutes. And if he's got 35 minutes, I mean, nine points. Killian, Killian's been very solid. Um, a little bit up and down, but pretty pretty solid with Kate out, with Kate Cunningham out. Um, the 35 minutes just super encouraging. If he continues to play 35 minutes, he's going to have nights where where things everything clicks and he's got, you know, 15 points to go with those 12 assists and a couple steals. And at 6000, I do, you know, it's a guy who has 40 point fantasy upside and, and I think this is one of the games where we might see it against San Antonio. Alex, any last minute players you're eyeing for tonight's slate? No, just to, to add to what Shannon said, Killian Hayes as a starter this year is about a fantasy point per minute. So, um anything anything about 6000 for Killian Hayes, I think that's uh, you're looking at a fair price. All right. Well, fans, remember, FanDuel's providing a special offer to all new users. Sign up for FanDuel, play $1 in an NBA contest, and receive $10 free instantly. Uh, let's go to your old man rant. Arg! I miss post moves. Remember the dream shake from Elijah Remember the pivot foot? Now everyone's zero-stepping through the lane like a ballerina or power forwards hoist step-back jumpers to avoid contact. Bah! Get me Elvin Hayes on the block with a four-foot turnaround or Kareem's gorgeous skyhook across the lane or Artis Gilmore 
with the what you talking about Willis Thunder Jam. The big bodies need to bang. Arr. We're seeing, ironically, we're seeing maybe some of the better post moves from like Luka Doncic. Yeah. Um, he's been out of control. There's a, big, there's a big article. Was it The Athletic or was it uh, NBC Boston? About how Doncic proves Larry Bird would still be effective in today's NBA. I'm like, well, one, he's in the Hall of Fame. But uh, two, it's like, well, Doncic isn't athletic either. <laughs> like, okay. Right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> there are, I mean, we, the post moves, I mean, I agree with you. I love good post moves. Obviously, Jokic is, is bringing a lot of those, but like the average True. guy. Yeah. The, you know, the Maybe, average yeah. singer in the NBA? No, there's just pump fake. Pump fakes. The when pump did those fake. go away? That was money. That was money. A simple pump fake in the post. Oh, nobody been, wants to get hammered anymore. And more than anything, my my gripe with Giannis over the years has been the lack of post moves more than the poor shooting ability. He's huge. It's crazy. He should have post moves. He can shoot over everyone. His post move is muscles. <laughs> yeah. It is, and then he gets his two offensive fouls every game. (laughs) And uh, then he shoots 65% from the line. Um, Okay, mispronounced names. I think we have – did we avoid any? Did did, When did it – I thought it was – I had to prove I could say Avdia. That's why I was so rude. You did a wonderful job. If it came – even after both of you said his name multiple times, if it came to me, I was going to call him Denny. Uh, but wait, Schroeder, Schroeder, I really thought Ooh. it was Schroeder when he came into the league. I, think, I don't know. Ooh, I I'm okay right. if, if if we've all just changed it to Schroeder. I'm okay with that. Um, I followed suit today Ooh. after Schroeder was was, but I always thought it was Schroeder. It, according to Basketball Reference, it is Schroeder because of the umlaut on the yeah. O since he is German. So I got that wrong, and he played for the Celtics, which is terrible by me. Terrible. Well, that's all right. I backed you up. <laughs> I doubled and tripled down on, on Schroeder. So. <laughs> That's on both of us. Uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us on the Rotowire Fantasy Basketball Podcast. It is presented by Pickett and FanDuel. Ken, take us out of here. Let's go to New Orleans, where last week, before Zion's injury, CJ McCollum was asked how to properly play ball with Zion Williamson as a teammate. McCollum said, quote, get the ball to Zion and get the F out of the way. Attention, passengers, this three-car fantasy train wreck has hit the end of the line. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance.
Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.